handle the truth. Jim Price, Jim Price Show Daily Update. Thank you guys so much for being here. It is, uh, I don't know, it's some day in the middle of the week or the beginning of the week. I don't, does it really matter? Because at this point, uh, we know that our calendar is screwed off. We know that we should have a 13-month calendar. Uh, Let me go with this. Guys, I have had probably some of the most amazing thoughts in the last few days. But let me go to my intro. I'm Jim Price, Jim Price Show Daily Update. Thank you guys so much for being here. It is September 25th. It's a Monday, 2023. Well, after all that being said, uh, we had a great weekend in uh, Nashville, Tennessee. I uh, wasn't really in Nashville a lot, but I was in Nashville and uh, did a, quite a few things, had some uh, great conversations, and came across some... Okay, let me go this way. There are times in my life where I have truly just hoped that this was all me just overreacting. And what does that mean? I mean, I'm serious. I mean, like me overreacting. I really wished or hoped that what I was seeing, what I was going through, the things that I was experiencing, all that was just me making it up. Now, I was just kind of overreacting. Not a big deal. I can't get my headset to balance. There we go. Uh, this is it's, it's what it is. So I was just hoping that it was just me overreacting, you know, Jim Price kind of making up some cool stories and not that way at all now the sad part of this is is that i really i'm like when i say i really wish that this was all just me going yeah you know connect the dots yeah you know mud floods <laughs> you know that's a thing it's not it's not a thing um Saturday, Friday night I had a great conversation was uh, with a group of people till well into the morning on Saturday. Uh, I don't know if what time it was when uh, we got back uh, to the, the folks I was with that last this last weekend. I was at their house. Uh, they they uh, brought me in as a guest to their home. It was very wonderful. Thank you so much, um, Lynn and Courtney. Uh, Lynn is a, a a man that loves Courtney, and Courtney loves Lynn. They have I, I've been amazed to watch these two. Met them uh, about a year or so ago. And what I'm trying to say, though, is I have watched. Yeah, you know, I was over there with them. We got back, uh, like I said, Saturday or Saturday morning, whatever time we got back to their house. And I was tired, went straight to bed. And then the next morning, they're like, you know, hey, let's uh, this, this and that. And I'm like, oh, yeah. And so by the time we went and got breakfast and, and a few things, we decided that we were going to go over to, we're going to go to, we were talking about going down to Huntsville, Alabama, and which is just across the border, about an hour or so from Nashville, and a drive. But then, I they're like, oh, well, let's go do the Parthenon. And I'm like, okay. And I'm thinking this is a, some type of a, 
replica, a version of a cool place to go eat at or something like that. And I got to the Parthenon, which is, you know, at this time, really kind of like, I'm still kind of like, whatever. And I pull up, and we pull up in this park, and there's cars everywhere. In fact, there's tour buses of people. And so I walk up, and I'm looking at this building, and I'm just like, what, what am I looking at here? I mean, this is a stone structure with... A phrase across the, the the front gable. It's got these huge columns. There's, you know, eight, uh, seven or eight across the front and whatever down the side. And I was just watching all this, looking at all these different things. And, you know, I'm like, what is this? This is kind of like really overdone. Like, it's not a government building. It's not like an old, you know, capital building. It's not a an old... You know, capital, like as in the one that's just down the street, just east of there, about a mile and a half. This is a building that was said to be have said to have been constructed in the late eighteen hundreds. And I'm like, okay, let's let's you know, I'm 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 taking I'm, I'm looking, right? And uh, hey, Rebecca Wells, good to see you. Thank you for being here. And I'm walking around, and I am literally having kind of a, um, I would say it was an aha moment, but not in a, oh, hi, hey, I got it, hey. No, it was, oh, crap, oh, crap, I got, oh, crap, oh, crap, oh, crap. Uh, and I would say that that was really what it was. I don't think I, I mean, I, I roll, roll, I ride roller coasters with my hands in the air the whole time. So this is, it's not a, you know, like, oh crap, it's a fearful moment. But what I'm saying is that as I watched this happening, as I watched this going on in my mind and the things I saw, so this building, and let me do a, um, I guess I can, uh, I guess I'll go ahead and pull this up for you guys. I guess like well, I can do it on. I could do the Facebook post. Let's just do the Facebook post to be easier. So I I I posted on Facebook, and I did win a beer holding contest. I guess I could put that up there for you guys if you guys want to see that. I did. Uh, <laughs> I, I you know I don't drink, but I did hold I did hold a beer over my uh, straight out for an extended period of time, and uh, this is the picture of that said beer contest. I was holding it out. I took third place, and so uh, not that I trained for it or any of that other stuff, but I did uh, do my best, and so I came in third. Uh, The gentleman in the black shirt there just on the right side of your page, uh, that is Lynn, and he took first. So first and third for the guys there. But let me show you real quick. Let me get down to here where I have this picture. And I'm going to do this picture. I want you guys to see this. And it's a little bit terrifying in a lot of ways. I mean, this picture is really just wow. Okay, and so you can, you'll be able to see some of the comments on the side there from other people. We're going to bring this in here. Now, look at this picture. 
Look at this picture here. This picture is a picture of Athena. Now, I want you to take something into scale for me. The pedestal that this individual, this goddess that was born from the forehead of Zeus, yeah, do the math on that one, is actually the feminine male power, the male feminine. Listen to what I said. This is a direct representation of the femininity within a man, the feminine of a man. Just using broad strokes here, just work with me. But one of the things that you've got to realize is there's a lot of things going on with this picture that are really more terrifying than you realize. So let me do some zooming. And I gave you the big picture of it, right? So let's go ahead and look at the face here. Now there's the face, and then they're holding a god in one hand. But you notice that little bracelet around their wrist there? Those, that's a snake. And then the little waistband, the little rope there, well, that's a snake as well. Then you have, there's, sna there's a snake standing right next to him. So there's all this snake representation. And as you look at this, you go, oh, what? Well, the snake representation gets worse. Let me show you this part here. So you go down to the base, and you see the big snake standing next to her. See the snake standing next to her? That is a snake there. And then she is walking on shoes that have a picture or a scene of a man minotaur, manitar, minotaur. That's if I'm going to show you here. Along her feet, those sandals that she has on there underneath her toes, there's a minotaur scene where she is where the minotaur is attacking or fighting a man and then as you go further to the right from the, the shoe on the left to the shoe on your right, that whatever that sandal is, on the left is the beginning of the fight, and you go all the way across to the right, and you can see that's the end of the fight where the Minotaur kills the man. So, there's that. There is, uh, the, so then, let me show you this. This is a, this is the floor. I know that doesn't seem very fantastic to really think about that, but that's a marble floor. Those are big book and cut marble floors. Book end means that if I took a piece of wood and I cut it in half, I take it and I open it like this and then I put it together, that's called book end. You can do that with stone. You can do that with wood. Things that have, you know, you could cut in half that have a, ma a matching pattern inside. You open that up. That's called bookending. It's very common in paneling on walls, cabinets, furniture, flooring, things of that nature. Now, if you see here, you can see that, that the, the stone there right by that little stanchion, that's bookended right there. Then you see that there's that. But also what I want you to see as you look at this individual is that so by the way i'm making a point to tell you that there is marble on the floor because that's going to become very relevant here in just a second but uh, let's go back to this base let's go back to the base this base is eight foot tall and on top of that is a four inch marble cap see that cap across the top there that's a marble cap on top of there that cap is all marble the gold on the statues that are on the pictorial underneath this, this is all gold-leafed. The statue is gold-leafed. 
So, as I go through this, I want you to just think about there's all gold-leafed. Now, I'm going to pull back again, and the problem is I've had to zoom it so far out, this thing doesn't zoom very easy. Uh, it's kind of a pain in the butt, really. Anyway, so let's zoom back out here. Now, let's look at above the head of Athena here. So this is Athena. See those skylights up there? And see the other stacks of columns up above? So there's like two sets of columns inside. They're just half columns and one stacks on top of the other. But then she's got a shield. And on that shield is the four horsemen being driven by what looks to be like a god or an angel. So why is that important? Well, this whole thing, let me tell you what they said that the history of this building is. The history of this building was it was built for the 1986 World's Fair. I didn't know there was a World's Fair in Nashville, Tennessee. Did you? So I didn't know this. I didn't realize that there was a World's Fair in, in Nashville, Tennessee. But there, that is a thing. So, going back to this. She's holding a god in her hand. She's got a staff or a, a spear. She's got a shield, and then there's a snake right to the right of her protecting her. Okay? Do you see that? But then the wrist, the wrist bracelets are snakes. The waistband is snakes. On the back of her back is snakes. Now, this statue stands on an eight-foot platform, eight-foot platform, and then above that, this statue is 42 feet tall. 42 feet tall. Well, that makes it 50 feet total from the floor. Do you follow where I'm going with this? Now, when you entered in the building, you had to enter in into a, like a runway or a tunnel underneath the building. But the building was up on the very top of this hill. What I'm telling you guys is that more and longer I stood there and watched this thing, it didn't make any sense. But let me give you the outside view of this. Let me give you a view of this where you will see, like you'd be like, what? what? What does that mean? What do you? What is that? Well, let me do this. Come on. So, this, this is what the building looks like at night with the doors open. See those big stone columns? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight columns across the front. Do you see how you can see that uh, statue of Athena way in the back? The doors, the doors, the doors in the front are seven tons. And they're solid brass, and they swing in, okay? And there's little brass straps on the floor that are in the, in the, in the marble where these doors roll on, okay? They roll on brass straps in the marble floor, and these doors were installed when this building was made. Now, I want to ask you guys a very simple question. What do you believe that this building was made from? If you wanted to say, well, Jim, I think it's made of stone. I make it. I think it's made of concrete. I think it's made of some type of permanent 
or permanent-ish material. And you would be right that uh, to think that that that's I I this my exact interpretation of the building as well. But they're saying that back in the 1980s, sorry, 1880s, that there was a World's Fair coming to Nashville and that they needed to get the exact replica of the Parthenon installed with this statue and they had to hurry and get all this done and they built it with corn husks, corn cob husks, and plaster. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let you, let you think about that for a second. This building was made from corn cob husks and plaster. Think about that. Think about that. Corn cob husks and plaster. What does that mean? So you're telling me that this building is made from corn cob husks, you know, the little strings and the and the paper on the outside of corn? That? You're going to tell me that that building with that big god in the back with seven-ton doors at the front and the back, the front and the back, the front and the back of the building, those seven-ton doors are being held up with Corn cob husks and plaster. You want you want me to believe that this building is owned by the state of Tennessee. By the way, the government owns this building, so this is a thing. So, if you look at this up at the top left corner there, or in the top right corner, you can see that there are griffins. You can see that little things kind of pointing pointing out the left side, the right side of the the eave. There's little lion heads there. But I will tell you that the door knockers on these doors were these huge door knockers like this. They were snakes intertwined into each other. Kind of like Conan the Barbarian. When the snake worshippers at the end, when he when the girlfriend was shot with the the arrow that the priestess, the high priest, whatever, shot into Conan's girlfriend. Remember or shot, shot into her side. So he takes the snake and he straights it out and he shoots the arrow and it goes into his girlfriend's side. Do you remember all that symbolism in there? All the the staff with the the snakes that come around and all that? Well, that, that image of the snakes coming around both sides, a circle, circle of snake top and on the bottom, well, that is actually on one of the staffs that is on the pedestal of Athena's, that where Athena stands, that pedestal there. Yeah, he's he's holding that staff that has that same replica, the snake images. So she's got snakes all over her. She's got a snake standing next to her. There's snakes on the pedestal. There are um there is nothing else in the room though. Now let me point out I, I wanna I want you to understand this for a second. When you think about this shot here. You get it tuned back in here. There's nothing else in this room but that. And this is clear at the west end of the room. 
So she stands at the west end of the room looking east. And see the skylights up above there? You know, I don't wanna I don't wanna really ask or know why or whatever. How does those skylights got light in them when supposedly there's a roof on top there that you can see from every other edge? So why would there be a skylight that has no access to the roof? See the skylights above her? So then you start asking yourself a lot more questions. And it gets worse. So you go to, let me do this for you. I'm going to add another one here. Let me show this. Da, 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 da. This is, I mean, guys, I I uh, will tell you that things have gotten really out of hand on this whole thing because I'm going to show you in this next picture that's also on Facebook as well. And this one, Get this one tuned. This is a this is I just took a screenshot. This is a screenshot of the road around the Capitol building. At the very bottom of that screenshot, you'll see that that is the Capitol building. Okay. So the bottom of that that's that scene right there, that little the little copper roof line that thing, that's the Capitol building. But directly in front of that, directly going right in front of it, is this this little, I don't know, this little uh, sundial looking. See where that got that black arrow right there? If you look at, there's a circle. There's a circle. And then it's got like these little rays going towards the Capitol building. See the little rays there going towards the Capitol building? That goes, that's all there. But if you go directly west of the Capitol building, you will find this Athena. So what I'm trying to point out to you guys is that there was a lot of stuff this weekend that I actually started looking at differently. And I wanted there to be just a few remnants remnants of evidence. I wanted there just to be a few things here or there that I stumbled across and, oh, it's it kind of makes sense now. It's kind of a thing, you know. It, 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 it's, you know, it is a thing, but it's not a thing. You know, Christianity and, and Buddhism and Muslims and Greek mythology, they're all different, you know, blah, blah, blah. I'm going to tell you it's not. They're all the exact same story. Now, let's go back to the Parthenon and the construction of. Now, I want you guys to think about this building. Here's the, uh, here's the top part of it. This is online. You can see this online. It's, it's readily available. You can see this, these statues up here in this overhang, right? The gabled in here. And you can see the Minotaur having a battle scene just below it. And that's fine, right? I mean, it's no big deal to have a battle scene with a Minotaur. I don't care. It's like, who cares, Jim? It's not a big deal. You're obviously just trying to make something something. Well, the part where it uh, doesn't make a lot of sense is that this is supposed to be these columns, the building, the walls, all this stuff is supposed to be made from corn husks 
and plaster that they covered in concrete. So let me let me go one step further. I want to post another picture here. And I want you to look at how this all looks. So let me get this pulled up here. Apologize. Give me just a second here. Okay. So this picture here is of a over six foot man standing next to the columns. Now, Courtney, she's uh, Lynn is a little over six foot. Courtney, she's just over five foot. But you see those con those those stone fluted columns there's a set in front of they're kind of in, they're kind of behind them or the they're in front this the columns are in front of them and then there's a set of columns behind them now if i were to zoom in on those and really just get a really close up look of these and i'm going to leave lynn in here so you can kind of see that i'm not just like giving you some other there's lynn now see those edges See the edges of the stones behind you? You can see the cracks in the stones. You see this front edge here? Well, this is all, that uniform line, that's supposed to be, that's supposed to be just concrete smeared on corn husks and plaster. So that's what they want you to believe. And my problem is, is that now that I've kind of looked at it, I, I can't unsee it, and now I'm having a problem with a lot more of this mud flood and what truths they've really been telling us. What I actually felt like, guys, after I got through going through there, is I felt like I had gone to someone else's church. Like I had walked through some cathedral, and I needed to pay tithe to the church, to the Catholic church, to the the Protestants or the Methodist or whoever, the Jewish temple, whatever it is. I felt like I had been in someone's worship center. But remember those marble floors? Remember the floors I showed you that marble bookend? You know, the bookend marble floors? Remember I, I showed you that? Well, why is that a thing? If this is a temporary building made from corn husks and plaster, then why am I seeing pl marble floors? And why am I seeing this big, great big platform that's eight feet tall with four inch four inch marble on top of it i mean this is expensive marble this is not something you just go pick up out of the river and they said that they put this all together with with pulleys and hemp rope sticks pulleys and hemp rope in the 1880s and it was only supposed to be there for two years and then somehow it lasted and so they thought they should go ahead and, re and, and seal it with concrete so that way it wouldn't be lost. So my problem with that is, is that doesn't make sense at all. Like, think about this. They, they want you to believe that this building 
Let me show you. This is the now. This is a. I had a picture of Courtney and Lynn in front of there. Now this is this is Saturday when I took this picture. See that picture of Courtney and Lynn? Lynn's on the left. Courtney's on the right, obviously. But you see the Griffins up on the corners. You see the freeze up there. You see the gable-ended freeze there. You see all the people sitting around. But you see by there by Lynn's elbow in the corner. Do you see how small those people are next to the building? How about this person to the right or to the right of uh, Courtney's elbow? See how small that person looks there? Now, this is in Middle Tennessee. This is in the Capitol. This is just west of the Capitol building, the same Capitol building that happens to have, like, the raw sun, sun worshipers, the raw with the sun, and then the remember that has the lines and the Egyptian walls? Remember that stuff? And I didn't take pictures of the mud flood. I was really just... I was really in awe of it all. I was really amazed to see all this stuff and to think about what I was seeing, what I was looking at. Why is it why is it okay? Why is this built this way? Why is it that this doesn't make a lot of sense to me? And it's because they have not told us the truth about our history and about what we've really done or where we've really come from. And I wish that I could give you a better explanation to say, oh, well, it's because we took the wrong turn at Albuquerque and we got here, then that's why we're here. Now, well, it's just a mistake. We'll, we'll fix it. So this is, hey, Courtney, good to see you. Uh, it was fun having you in Tennessee for the weekend, she said. Courtney, thank you for that. It was a great weekend, guys. Appreciate it. So, when I think about this whole thing, but now when me and Courtney were all, we're walking around and we're, and we're, we went around and there was this this um, stone. I can't. I don't know why I didn't take pictures of this. This is so stupid. I took pictures of this, but there was this stone that you could see the pin marks where they had sheared it off from the quarry, and then on the other side you could see the pin marks where they sheared it off from the quarry. But this this granite was all unfinished and just straight up. And it was way off on the side, and it was very non-purposeful. And there was some there was some message in the side of it, but again, it was about somebody from that area was a good person. And that was where there was another monument just just south of the Parthenon that was again they were a good person. We thought we'd put this up because they're a good person. The spire, obelisk. But then as we walked around the pond and we came back around, why I noticed that the bridge that we were getting ready to walk across wasn't a bridge because there was dirt all up against it. There was dirt all the way up to the bottom of the arch of this stone bridge. And I looked at it, I'm like, what am I looking at here? Why is this like this? Well, it looks like it was all mud flooded in and that they had dug out the other part of the park and then they had walled off this part here where it was holding water. But you could see up in here where they had made, it, made like a garden out of it. But it looked more mud flood because the bridge was completely flooded in. But remember, guys, this was on top of a hill. This is not a river bank. 
This is not a, a old river bed. This is not an old natural spring and dirt silted down into this. This pond that was just north of this Parthenon was just there. But you could see that it had been mud flooded in. You could see the stone wall where the stone wall had held back the dirt, but this stone wall was exposed down to the water. But over here, it was mud flooded in. Now, I mean, think about that in simple terms. Why did they dig the rest of that out? They just didn't want that much pond? They didn't think the people would want to walk over the bridge where the water's at? They were saving that for a later expansion? Why is it like that? Why is that that way? How is it okay that we've got to understand that a building made of corn husks and plaster somehow has a concrete veneer that's put on it, but then you knock on it, it doesn't sound hollow. Like this this desk, I mean, this is inch and a half wood. This is an inch and a half solid wood on the top of this desk. Okay, this is, it's this thick, okay? It's an inch and a half, okay? I know what two inches is, so I know what an inch and a half is. Anyway, um, inside joke. This is solid wood. Listen to it. You could tell. It's like a door, right? There's nothing behind it. But if I stomp on this ground, you're not hearing a thud, are you? Well, I mean, there's carpet on the floor, but you're not, there's not a hollow effect, correct? This is, that isn't. If I go to the sheetrock wall, it sounds hollow, correct? So why is it, why is it that when I walked up to those columns, and I even pointed this out to Courtney, he says, I said, listen, even I can't, I can't get, I mean, if this was hollow, I should be able to hear behind, I should hear it. I mean, even hitting hollow concrete, it's going to sound hollow. It just does. But here's the problem with that. It wasn't. It wasn't hollow. It had marble floors. It had very detailed fluted columns. It had ornate uh, coffered ceilings. Even squares with a 16-point star over and over and over and over and over again. Why would you bother to put 16-point stars in these little squares? These little squares. Why, did, if it's just a replica, why did you do all this intricate detailing? Why did you do all this? It looked like Legos with the knobs hanging down. These little Lego bricks that were underneath. I mean, there's a lot of work involved there. How did they get all that done? This is the 1800s. They were just building it for a World's Fair that was only going to be there for a minute. It's supposed to be torn down. Remember? Chicago's World Fair, Paris, St. Louis. Remember these big World Fairs where they had these, you mean Chicago had a two-mile moving sidewalk that was unstoppable, that never stopped and went in a complete loop, and one side of it went faster than the other? But we just tore all that shit out of there because who needs it? See, this is the problem that I'm having with this is that there's a lot of this stuff that does not make sense. That doesn't 
make me feel any better. I mean, guys, if anything, all the weird shit is real. All the faith-based Christianity, Muslim, Buddha, Islam, Jewish, all that stuff. What are we going to do with it? Because I've got a god of Athena holding another god, standing there holding a shield that has the four horsemen on it. Oh, yeah, there's the four horsemen on there. I have all this stuff. All this stuff that's like... That's the answer I've got to it. I don't know if that's a man way to do it or childish or girly or whatever. But it gives you that ick, like, oh, golly. Kind of like the voting. Kind of like the fiat currency. Kind of like the American Medical Association. Kind of like astrology. Kind of like, you know, Christianity, Buddhism, Catholics, all of it. So now i got to rewrite that mental history. I have to put these things into the equation. I mean, I went to Tennessee to have some meetings about some cool stuff that we're, you know, hoping to pull off in the future and things like that. But um, I really wasn't expecting that. I mean, it was a great trip. It really was. I had a great time. I can't say I missed my copper cup, though. Oh. Uh, this is something for me that I don't quite understand why we have allowed ourselves to be so buffooned or befuddled or, I don't know, what do you, what do you want to call it? We, we got a problem, Houston. Did we really land on the moon? Did we really escape the, the, uh, the radiation belt? You guys know about the radiation belt just outside the Earth's atmosphere, right? where supposedly the radiation is so high that you can't actually get through it as a human being. That's why we are in low orbit. That's why the space station is in what they consider to be low orbit. So, it just makes me wonder, what am I supposed to, what am I supposed to defend? What am I supposed to defend? Am I supposed to defend Christianity? Am I supposed to defend Buddhism? Am I supposed to defend Greek mythology? Am I supposed to defend the Catholics, the Puritans, the Protestants, the Methodists, the Mormons, the uh, Episcopalians? I mean, uh, what else? I mean, I'm trying to get all. I don't. There's a lot of words. There's a lot of them out there. I mean. A lot of different religions. Which one should I defend when my government owns buildings like this and they tell me that it's built from sawdust, but then they went ahead and smeared some concrete on there to make it last longer? Or did they cover something else up? Is there something that's under there that we don't really know about? See, this is my problem is I, I, I can't make heads or tails of it. I want to say, oh, well, you know, that was some stupid crap we were doing, you know, and yeah, some people, they were just building some stuff. But this is in middle America in the 1800s, just after the Civil War, where we supposedly just went through some of the most horrific times of our country 
fighting for individual state rights, not slavery. Hey, Truth Seeker, good to see you. And so my problem with that is, is that, what do you want me to do? You want me to defend that just after the Civil War, after we've lost all of our money, that we were going to do a World's Fair a couple of years later, and we just happened to the only building we left there was the Parthenon with some huge Greek god birthed from the forehead of Zeus? I was talking to Josh Reed today on our midday show about this, and we went on and on, and we went around and around. He goes, and he goes, you know one of the reasons that gods are jealous of humans is because we have the opportunity to die because we do know that there's an end we do know that this is not a a never-ending story that this physical body we we are running around in this meat suit that we have is only temporary and that we have that free will ability So my problem with this whole thing is, is that what what am I supposed to do with all my Sunday school teacher stuff? What am I supposed to do with the fact that I was a youth pastor? What am I supposed to do with the Bible verses? What am I supposed to do with all this stuff where I can't get the truth that even from my own church? Because even the church will spend the next couple months preparing for a big play at Christmas. Remember the old, uh, the whole Easter, or not the Easter, but the, uh, the, uh, oh, what do they call it? When the, uh, at Christmas time, the manger scene. When they sit there and they tell you that the, uh, And lo, a child is born in this day in Bethlehem in a manger. And that the three wise men set out to go seek Jesus. And then at the manger, they give him gold, frankincense, and myrrh. All the little, you know, blown up plastic things with the light in it when we were kids. The the little nativity scenes on the, the piano or the fireplace or I don't know, wherever you put them in your house. Underneath the Christmas tree that's actually a Norwegian... Christmas religion that's a part of the fall, the winter equinox. Anyway, yeah, the new sun, yeah, it's all part of Christmas and fall and winter and all that good stuff. And so when I look at those things, And the church tells me that the three wise men show up at Christmas. That's a lie because they didn't actually get there until Jesus was sometime between five and six years of age after he'd returned. Jesus had returned back from Egypt after Herod's reign was over. And they didn't fight him in Bethlehem. But see, we don't talk about that in the... this is a problem for us. So where where am I supposed what am I supposed to do? Where am I supposed to end up on all these things? How am I supposed to be able to make this math work? Which way do I go? I mean, I've got I got people out there trying to tell me things that 
I mean, make more sense to me now than anything that I have been told. And it bothers me. Those that make millions of dollars in a lifetime educating others in the university and other educational processes, those that teach us our religions, those that are our, our, uh, our public servants, we're spending trillions of dollars a year keeping our public servants employed and all this other stuff, and yet they're not even being honest with us. That's the kind of terrifying thing that really bothers me about what we keep uncovering. We keep uncovering all these things. And what am I supposed to say now? Ah, you know, just, it was just a fair, you know, it was just a little thing here and there. So what do you do? How do you make this work in our lives? We know our currency is junk. We know the AMA is junk. We know the Department of Education is junk. We know the FBI is junk. We know the CIA is junk. We know that uh, the Clinton Foundation is junk. We know that the Red Cross is junk. We know that all these you know charity organizations, these big whatevers, the UN, the uh, NATO, all these different cool kids club stuff, it's all junk. It's all wasted money and energy and time. So how do I make this better? How do I get past all this? How do I make myself a better person? Well, that is a question for the times, isn't it? As we look at the things we're going through, we have to wonder, what do I want this to look like? What do I want it to be? And I and this is a me and and uh, Lynn and and Courtney. We talked about this stuff. Um, just I mean, it was just endless hours of this because we were really going through and going back through and going back through and talking about stuff. And I really want to believe that somewhere along the line, we're going to actually find out the real truth, but I don't know how many people will be lost who will have never known the truth, who will never have known what was really going on in this world, what was really happening. I mean, that's a, that's a problem for me. That's a big deal for me. So what am I supposed to do? What am I supposed to tell you guys? Am I supposed to say, hey, listen, guys, uh, I got the answer. It is... Two plus two equals four. That's the answer. There's the grand. This is what brings all together. This is the moment. I have a government who demonizes the right things and supports and encourages the wrong things. Oh, drink as much alcohol and soda as possible, but don't you get one of those Berkey filters? It's poisonous. Because there's silver in it. The literal definition of why they told Berkey to stop selling their water purification systems in America, yeah, is because in the filtration system, there is silver. Collodial silver, you know how collodial silver is really good for you? But the Berkey water filtration system is considered to be poison now because there's silver in it. Because the FDA changed how they interpreted their rules they're rules, not laws, rules. Oh, yeah, more bureaucracy telling you exactly how to live your life. Think about this. 
They changed the rules and are banning a pure water purification system that you can put on your counter and let water slowly drip through and purify itself. Not like those little, you know, the, what is those stupid plastic ones that we shouldn't be using anyway? But anyway, there is more to the world than we see. And we have to think bigger than who we are. Because we are connected to more than what we realize. And we are far more powerful and far more amazing than we've ever given ourselves credit for because they keep telling us we're small. Well, they keep telling us that we have to tell our religion, our, our secrets, our sins to some guy in a toilet closet, in a broom closet. We got to sit in one broom closet and they got to sit on the other broom closet and then uh, Brita. Thank you, Courtney, for that. Yeah, the Brita water filters. That's, those are junk. Those take out like, like rocks. Doesn't take anything else out. Brita is it's just a good paper towel. Anyway, thank you, Courtney, for that. But this is what we're up against. I tell you right now that this world is trying to kill you. And the fact that you keep living, the fact that you keep trying, the fact that you keep going on, you just keep screwing it up for them. You're screwing it up for them. You're making it you're making it bad for them. You're you're making it to where they have to worry about what your stupid mouth and your stupid mind is doing. And that's where your power is. That's where you learn the truth. Because eventually you keep pushing, you keep pushing. You're going to find out what's really going on. And Tennessee, they you guys got some explaining to do. I mean, I look around Kansas and I'm like, yeah, you know, okay, we got the big ball of twine, big ball of uh, bob wire. We've got Brutus, which is the biggest electromagnetic crane uh, av- of steam, I'm sorry, coal-driven electromagnetic crane. It was electric crane driven by coal. It's in it's in uh, southeast Kansas. It's, it's kind of a cool deal. You can, like, you could drive, like, two or three pickup trucks in the steam shovel in the scoop part. Uh, we've got World War I Museum. But, again, World War I Museum in Kansas City, if you've never been to Kansas City and the World War I Museum, you will find... You will find the entire building is made of capstones sealed and they don't leak. And the big tower that is there used to used to be a smokestack but is now an elevator with steam and red lights on it so it looks like it's a fire. But it used to be a fire like a signal fire in Kansas City. Why is that building there? Why is it when you go into that museum as well, you have to go down in the basement underneath all of those things? And it's right by the train station, exactly like this Parthenon is right by the train station in Tennessee. Or what was used to be the train station. This is real. This is what's really going on in our world around us. That we have been lied to so much. 
I could simply point out things. I there was uh, I, I'm a Courtney. I was uh, and Lynn. I was telling, texting you guys. I think I need to start up a show. That is called. Where is it at? Where I I think I texted to you the name of the show. What I was thinking of that. Where did I put that? Uh, let's see. I guess I didn't send that. Why didn't I send it? I thought I did. I want to do a show called Discover the World with Jim Price. And I believe that that would, I would, they believe that would be an amazing show. This would be an amazing show, just like when I went up there to the Parthenon. Just having that open conversation, just having it filmed and talked about. How about the mud flood part around the bridge? How about the fact that there is a, a, a stone dome on top of the electric company building but it's electric company office building, but it has a stone dome like the Sacred Heart Church in Paris or other European buildings. Why does the Capitol buildings tend to be gold and ca- and uh, gold capped or copper capped? I think if we took a couple camera guys and walked around and said, okay, why is this like this? Maybe have a tape measure with us. Maybe do some calculations on spot and then, you know, kind of edit that together and say, okay, well, what about this? Why is this way? Maybe I'm a complete moron. Maybe I'm a complete moron. And I don't know what I'm talking about, but you know what it would do? It would start the conversation to maybe we'd find out some other things. So maybe find out that we did get hit by a water comet, an ice comet that that superheated itself into vapor mist and caused the glaciers to suddenly rush back or melt back and caused a mud flood or a a uh, crystallization or caramelization of the trees that were petrified. The trees were done in a flash steam because of the intense heat and impact of the the water comet or ice comet that hit the earth. I don't know. I'm just asking. I'm asking. I'm asking. You know, this is why I want to get the bus. This is why I want to go to these places. I want to go to these events. I want to do these things because it's absolutely necessary to actually start asking real questions and quit going, well, today the stock market went down two points. Oh, it went up today two points. Oh, there's a strike today. Why don't we find out where we really came from? Let's let's figure that part out and get our hearts in the right place. Well, anyways, guys, that was what I uh, had today. I do have a lot of guests coming up the rest of this week. I will be traveling Friday to Oregon uh, up there with Ian Charter, uh, Charter or Charter A. Uh, we're having an event up, a constitutional event in Oregon. It's on the west side of Oregon. It looks like a lot of the people I know up in the Portland area are going to be traveling over to be a part of the event. I'm looking forward to seeing those folks. I saw them last year in Arizona when we were down there with uh, Tim Foley doing a fundraiser for him so he could patrol the border and help us with our border patrol problems. Anyway, so looking forward to that trip on Friday. But Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, we're going to be busy. We're going to have uh, Joy Thayer and Matt Thayer on Monday as well as Clay Clark on Monday. We've got other guests coming up this week. So 
be a part of things. Today is kind of like my day uh, to get you guys some information. But what a great weekend I had with Lynn and Courtney and others. So thank you guys so much for having me be a part of that. But guys, remember the 10% we do for our neighbor, community, city, county, state, the federal government. The more you do for them, the less they have to do for you. Learn how to be selfless and not so damn selfish. The world will be a far, far better place. Remember, hold the line. Hold fast. Do not give up. Do not give in. We will win. I promise. And I don't make promises I can't keep, guys. You've always been the answer. Remember, your future is a reflection of your heart now. Make sure your heart's in the right place every single day, being better than it was the day before. I'm Jim Price, the Jim Price Show Daily Update. You guys all be good to each other out there, and I'll see you guys tomorrow. Bye-bye.